Late Wednesday afternoon, July 15th, Twitter was sent into a panic. Accounts belonging to a few influential and important people in America like Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Elon Musk, Bill Gates, and Kanye West posted similar messages. I'm giving back to the community. All Bitcoin sent to this address below send back double. If you send $1,000, I will send back $2,000. Only doing this for 30 minutes. According to blockchain, by Wednesday evening, the Bitcoin promoted in the tweet received over 300 transactions worth over 100,000. This was a scam. Twitter scrambled to remove the messages and disabling many services of their offending accounts, sending a message that read, you may be unable to tweet or reset your password while we review and address this incident. Twitter got hacked. There is breaking news tonight on what appears to be a major security breach at Twitter. Today on Be Social, how did Twitter get hacked and who is behind the hack? My name is Derek and this is Be Social, a podcast about social media business, technology and events. Wednesday evening, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey tweeted, Tough day for us at Twitter. We feel terrible this happened. We are diagnosing and we will share everything we can when we have complete understanding of exactly what happened. A Twitter spokesperson later revealed that several Twitter employees who had access to internal systems had their accounts compromised in a coordinated social engineering attack, a trick that tricks people in giving up their credentials. Cybersecurity expert David Thornton explains in details. Discovering that hack, Twitter went into a scramble to investigate what, what might have happened and they discovered that the hackers had access to Twitter's internet tools and they use a method called social engineering. Can you talk to me about internal tools they would use and what's this uh, social engineering? A lot of times social engineering attacks are utilized sending an urgency like, you know, you, you need to respond to this now. In this particular case, they actually posed as Twitter IT employees. Twitter IT employees obviously would have access to be able to change your password or your user uh, information, you know, to recover your, your password. And so once they got in the door of Twitter corporate, they had access to everyone, to everything. Anybody who has a Twitter account, they could have had access to. What type of internal tools would they have access to? The tools they would have access to is anything that an IT provider would have access to. You know, if you called, if you called Twitter and said, hey, I need to change my password, you know, their IT, then they certainly could pose or they could change the, uh, the password for, say, Joe Biden, and then they can pose as Joe Biden and, and tweet on his behalf. Motherboard has been all over this story, and reporter Joseph Cox joins me today to talk more. Vice's technology publication, Motherboard, allowed anonymity to some of the hackers involved to speak bluntly what they know. One message said, we used a rep that literally done all the work for us. Another source said they paid a Twitter insider. At that time, there was little information about who the hackers were. According to some of the hackers, a figure named Kirk gained access to Twitter internal tools, then told others about it. Kirk then sold access to what they labeled OG names which they used in a Bitcoin scam. People in the government were becoming frantic and fearing for national security issues. The extraordinary hacking spree that hit Twitter, targeting some of the most high-profile accounts, is drawing urgent questions about the platform's security and resilience. According to federal investigators, the hackers made some mistakes during the hack that left hints of their real identity allowing federal agents to track them down. And here's David Thornton again. 
So in this kind of situation, you follow the money. Obviously they made a hundred and something thousand dollars out of this attack. So where did this money go? Um, the money was being transmitted by a cryptocurrency. And so it just so happens that they, they researched the cryptocurrency and when they set up the cryptocurrency account, apparently they utilized their real state ID. Like one of them used their driver's license for wow. And that, you know, that makes it pretty simple to figure out who's doing this. In less than a week after the hack, Federal agents obtained a search warrant for a North California home where an underage hacker was questioned and gave up the real identity of who was behind the hack. Now let's get to a news alert that captured the country's attention. Investigators say a Tampa teen was the mastermind behind a massive Twitter hack, breaking into accounts for former President Barack Obama and SpaceX founder Elon Musk. Early July 31st, federal agents raided a Tampa, Florida apartment. 17 years old, Graham Ivan Clark was arrested at the apartment where he lived alone. 17-year-old Graham Clark was arrested by the FBI early this morning at his Tampa apartment. He's facing 30 felony charges after state attorney Andrew Warren says he scammed people across America. Now, these cyber attacks happen from May to July. Two other people in connection with the hack were arrested. 19 years old Mason John Shepard from the United Kingdom and 22 years old Lima Fazali from Orlando, Florida. Graham will be charged as an adult and his hearing will be held by the Florida State Court rather than by the federal courts because he is under the age of 18. On August 5th, Graham Clark attended his first bond hearing that was being held via Zoom hosted by the Florida State Court. In a true hacker's fashion, within 25 minutes, the hearing was hacked. A hacker hearing hacked. Today, the attorney for the Tampa teenager accused of taking over Twitter accounts of world-famous people tried to get his client's bond slash to get the alleged hacker out of jail. But people kept breaking into the video conference, disrupting, even shutting the hearing down at one point. Those watching got quite the show from barking dogs to music to porn. Usually bond hearings are held at the courthouse, but COVID-19 has thrown a curveball at the courts, and that was on full display today. And that's it for today. This podcast is produced by me, Derek Mitty, and thanks a lot to cybersecurity expert, David Thornton. And now what's the name of your company? A Better Choice Network Solutions. What, what does your company do? So we provide enterprise level IT solutions to small and medium businesses in the Tampa Bay market. We do cybersecurity. Thanks for, for the time and thanks for talking with us about this. Additional audio from CBS, Reuters, CNN, and 10 Tampa Bay. See you next time. And oh, be social. Follow me on LinkedIn, Derek Mitty, and on Instagram at Derek Mitty.